Hi. Hey. <laughs> this is. I don't know. I feel like we need to get more professional at how we introduce ourselves. But maybe that's our thing. That's our intro. <laughs> maybe because we can't take ourselves seriously no. for doing this kind of thing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. How have you been? I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. Yeah. Well, you saw me last week. I know, but sometimes it feels like a really long time ago. Because you miss me. Well, we're like dead silent when we, like, we don't speak. No. We literally record an episode together and then we don't talk. And then we're like, oh, hey, we probably should record another episode. So, like, moody. Yeah. We don't like, we do like what, um, I think, like, reality people do. Because oh, yeah. they, like, you know, are made in Chelsea and stuff. They don't, like, talk in between scenes. Yeah. So they get all the drama recorded on... This is who we are. <laughs> talking so much <laughs> shit. We're talking absolute shit. Yeah. Just... I literally text their lie every day. Yeah, we're just trying to get some filler in. <laughs> we have no honest. content for today. <laughs> no, as you can see, like, we, we're, we're, we're feeling in a much better place. I feel like our teaser episode, which we kind of introduced you to, kind of our mental health stages and how yeah. we're feeling... Like, I feel like we're in a lot better of a yeah. place, if that makes any sense. What? Do you know what? What make you, Do you remember why we decided to go with that? As a teaser episode? Yeah. I think we just wanted people to see kind of the real feeling of, like, this is what we're actually going through mm-hmm. right away in kind of its rarest form without it just being, like, us giggling or, like, I don't know. I think we were the most vulnerable then. Yeah. And I think it was at a time when we needed to share those stories as well. Yeah. Um, I think we, we also wanted to be brave and so that, you know, like hold ourselves accountable so that we were always kind of as open and honest as possible in, in our podcast. And I think we sort of psyched ourselves up to just put it out there and be real and talk about like, this is what we're feeling, you know, and yeah. this is what we're struggling with. No, and I definitely um, think that it's something that isn't discussed enough. Like, yeah. I think mental health is such a an interesting topic in terms of how vulnerable it can make people feel um, and where it can kind of bring people to. And I don't think, again, you know, aside from postpartum, um, I don't think that there's enough kind of resources out there for mental health anyway. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's really important, I think, at any opportunity that you have to be able to discuss that or be able to talk about it so people don't feel alone. Yeah. And if you feel comfortable within yourself to do that, I think it's really important Mm. to do so Mm. and be an advocate for trying to make it better for even if it's just one person. Mm. Mm. I think think that's what I've really liked about our podcast, which is what, you know, it's made me kept going is that like a lot of messages we've had is just like, you know thank you for sharing this I've experienced something similar I've had intrusive thoughts you know I had suicidal um thoughts and I felt so isolated and it's so nice to hear that other people are feeling this way as well um I just yeah it's 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 really it's made me feel sad to hear that people have had those experiences but it's also warmed my heart to think that we're breaking down a little bit that isolation that we experienced you know so much of yeah when we were postpartum yeah but how are you doing with your mental health like where do you feel you're at with everything yeah it's really interesting um I was talking to my husband about it earlier because I'm I have such bad anxiety now which I never used to have 
like and or or I did have it but I was very good at kind of suppressing it or very good at you know masking it by keeping myself busy um but my anxiety levels are kind of through the roof and a lot of it stems from baby and and being really concerned about what's happening with her like for instance my husband was sweeping up some leaves outside of our house and he left the door open and I was really anxious that somebody was going to walk in and like go find the baby's room and kidnap her and that I wasn't going to hear it and then she was going to be gone Mm -hmm. or like I don't know that there's any point where somebody when I'm walking down and pushing the stroller can hit me on the back of the head and then take baby and then me and baby will never see each other again Mm -hmm. and I don't know what that is because it's I'm not sitting at home and watching you know Taken or whatever those TV shows or films are (laughs) like I'm not sat here dwelling on that Mm -hmm. I'm I'm feeling very positive but it's just this knowing that I have this like I don't know I'm raising this child and trying to like bring her into the world but I don't feel that the world is a safe place and but for no reason I don't know it's just I don't even know how to explain it Mm -hmm. it's just a real anxiety that I have now and I just am anxious about everything I'm anxious about how she's going to perceive the world I'm anxious about raising a girl I'm anxious about doing life for her the right way Mm. and like not missing on opportunities you know even it comes down to if you think about the nursery I've sent her to I'm like is that the right nursery for her as a person or you know should she be going to one that's 10 times more expensive and just has really beautiful facilities or does she need one that you know is I don't know, you, you know, just all these yeah. things that you just think about, and it just is, it's just wearing on me, and it keeps getting more and more. Mm-hmm. Where I thought I was, once I got rid of the intrusive thoughts, I thought, okay, things are on the up, and I, things are getting better for me. But now I'm just in a headspace where I'm just constantly like on edge, or like I'm constantly panicked. Not, yeah, panicked, mm-hmm. and just very mm-hmm. like, again, just not myself. When did you, like, can you remember when, you, if you noticed when that crept up on you? It's bizarre because it's, it's kind of happened more since she's been, like, a year old. And I don't know if it's because she's more vocal now and she can probably recognize and there's more of a kind of a back and forth between me and her. And perhaps more she can recognize when I'm not in the room or when things are in varying different places um, or or what, or, you know... She'll smile at some stranger on the bus, and I'm like, is this person safe? You know, or... But I don't know. It's it's feeling like her intuition isn't quite formed yet, and so therefore I have to be the intuition for her as well. Mm-hmm. Even though I do think babies are very good at perceiving kind of good and evil and um, that. But, yeah, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's a very bizarre thing, and it's happening more and more the more communicative she gets. Well, you... I have so much responsibility yeah and you know I think sometimes I mean I don't know but you you know you might be sort of trying to hold that all on your own in your own head and not having the opportunity to talk about it and so that responsibility just gets bigger and bigger and I wonder with her getting older and older you're also kind of thinking like noticing that she's at some point going to be out like walking to school walking back from school and she's going to be a teenager and living in London and you sort of like see these kind of steps coming up I know they're they're sort of 
some way away but I wonder if that's also kind of what's happening for yeah. you is that panic of like wow like she's growing up yeah I think that that's probably part of it where she's just in the environment the world is going to be something she's more aware of now where I can't protect her in the same way that you couldn't when she's a newborn because mm-hmm. when she's a newborn it's literally on your body and not on your body <laughs> on your body or not on your body you know where now you know she'll get up and she'll run to the other side of the park and I'll be like, oh, gosh, got to go after her or whatever. You know, we picked her up from nursery today and she didn't want to go in the buggy and she just started running up the street. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> there are cars and there's like bad things out there. Just calm down. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think I think it's because she's becoming her own person more than she was before. And I think that that I also don't want to mess up who she becomes because of anything that I'm doing. Um, so I'm just very much aware of that and how are you dealing with that like are you I don't think I am like I think I'm I think I can feel it and I can say that it's happening which I'm glad that I'm there because I think you know oftentimes some people can't reach the point where they're understanding what's going on um but I just kind of sit back and tell myself that everything is going to be okay and just see what happens but yeah, it's it's just it's just strange. I was just not this person, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of goes back to the feeling in your body and things like that. Like I just don't feel like me, um, and you know, even in environments where I've been to a few weddings this year, and even in those environments, I find it really overwhelming and the anxiety of like going to a wedding and and being fun or being the person who's mm-hmm. like, you know interesting to talk to or whatever or not interesting to talk to just like being a person at a wedding uh, that is really intense for me now mm-hmm. where I used to walk into those situations and it was easy I'd fly in and be like yeah cool gonna talk to people no idea what I say but it doesn't matter mm-hmm. where now I'm very conscious about everything I say and I don't know why I don't know if it's because I don't want to embarrass her <laughs> or if it has nothing to do with her and I just like don't know who I am right now mm-hmm. um and that's kind of where I'm at. But mm. I'm working on it and I am well, trying you, to. It's hard because you wear so many hats. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I think I often like think with you is that you you probably have a lot of pressures, but you're really good at hiding them. Yeah. And, you know, I think that you you're dealing with so much sometimes on your own. Like I see you, you know, being so supportive of me and of your other friends and your husband and you know your kid then and then I I see these other sides like the way it comes out in these other ways because it's sort of like you're holding so much mm-hmm. um but it's really it's still really difficult I think even a year and a half on to to express these things and then also like ask help for yeah. these things yeah because it's two different things right expressing them yeah and like like you said being self-aware but then it's like okay now i gotta maybe get help i yeah. don't know do i get help do I not get help like when does it when does the point become that i access help or? yeah and i think because i've got that anxiety from when the beginning of my birth when i didn't have any help and in terms of like therapy and they you know not kind of giving me the access that I needed at the time and I think I've got the anxiety from that as well is that I don't deserve that attention or I don't deserve those therapy sessions unless I'm paying for it privately and sourcing my own way of doing it um you know I did try a few months ago I tried kind of hypnotherapy to see if um somebody could get into my inner brain and try to work out an anxiety that I had and it just 
it helped for the one story we discussed, but it didn't go into mm-hmm. anything else besides that. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a journey, but it's a journey that I'm aware of and I'm, it's something that I know that I, I want to address. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I am at right now in terms of that. How are you? Are you feeling so much brighter, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. She actually comes and smiles now. Before it used to be like, hey, sadness. No, (laughs) it wasn't. Darkness. Hello, (laughs) darkness, my friend. No, I mean, I'm not suicidal anymore. I haven't been for a while. Um, I, I definitely feel overall brighter and better. Um... I think it's just it's a work in, in progress I still have lots of feelings around kind of feeling trapped and um, being really triggered by sort of experiences in my past and finding it difficult to separate between the past and the present you know I so much happened to me when I was a child and you know a lot of abuse and abandonment and it's just I worked so hard on getting through those and I'm a very resilient person but I don't know the the birth the postpartum the lack of sleep it's kind of unraveled everything again Mm -hmm. and sometimes like these little moments of nothing will happen you know like he'll bite me or something and I just sort of feel completely triggered my body's like no we don't like that we're going under attack again and I take things so personally and I then feel really upset because I've taken it really personally but he's just a kid that's teething and biting me like lots of kids are with their mums and dads um but I I used to feel really hopeless and I don't feel like that anymore that's really good um but it's it's definitely it feels like still like a fight every day to kind of remain positive and just keep telling myself that this is a phase and it's not forever and it's going to change and it's just because it's very very little still and he needs a lot and there's going to be there's going to be more of that stage where he's dependent you know it's not that I want him gone and you know I I chose to have him I do want to look after him but I'm also sort of like ready to not to hold him all the time and being able to play and you know in in a different way that you play now when they're quite young yeah um but I just it's it's really interesting because for me it's sort of like a bit like with you when you know I thought that kind of not feeling suicidal and not and like I don't have that much rage you know I was t- talking to you like right at the beginning about this rage that I held all the time like feeling angry and just feeling so trapped and just the only way that I sort of would deal with it was to think okay I'm just gonna die I'm just gonna kill myself yeah once that sort of like dissipated and got decreased massively I thought they're like right that's it we're we're on the up and up but then it just gets replaced by something else. Yeah. It's like, now I have these really weird feelings, like, I now have the intrusive thoughts. Do you? Yeah. Interesting. It's like, it's really random, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, for example, this morning I was boiling the kettle to warm up his, like, meal for the porridge, etc. And I just thought, oh, like, I could tip that kettle over him. Yeah. And it's like, out of nowhere, like, I wasn't mad I wasn't like triggered I wasn't you know like I wasn't having a particularly tough morning like yeah. last night 
the sleep was okay. I just like was thinking, oh, like he couldn't do anything. Like I could decide to just tip that over him, and yeah, and that will be it. It's so scary when that it's happens. It's so isn't it? scary because you're so calm. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's like a very clear, calm thoughts that enters your head like out of nowhere. I think that's the most frightening thing about it because you are calm and you're like, oh yeah, I might just decide to do this yeah and then see what happens yeah and it's like whoa it's like you know something's like there's no way you should be so calm about the things that are coming into that your you're brain. thinking about doing and yeah. it's like in the thought comes like during the thought you're very calm and then once the thought leave it's like what the fuck did i just think about throwing hot water onto my yeah baby that's just like we're having a very lovely moment in the kitchen like yeah i don't I don't understand. But do you feel like you react to it? Because what I felt, I didn't ever feel like I was actually reacting to the intrusive thought. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, that was a weird thought. But I was never like, what the heck is wrong with you? Like, as in me. Like, no, I don't, I don't think, I don't feel sort of like that worried or that ashamed about it it's more like what the i just it's more like it's just so weird yeah and it's just so like what the fuck like i'm not worried i'll ever act on it like i don't think of it in that way but it's just when i stop and think about what i've just experienced it freaks me out a little bit that like i can think like that oh it's like i'm not because almost it doesn't feel like i'm choosing to think like that yeah yeah, it's, it's like just somebody like else is there. It's like just a thought. And, and it's like these really random, you know, because I always thought, oh, it's like, it's probably when you're really exhausted and you're like, he's crying nonstop and you're thinking, right, I'm going to throw it out the window, like yeah. everybody says. But it's actually not quite like that. Like, it's actually these really calm moments when you're doing something so mundane. Yeah. You know, um, it like like with the kettle this morning. Like yeah. there was another time that it really surprised me. I was walking around um, the park, just sort of we'd gone to the playground again, like feeling really good. I was even having like an iced coffee, and then I just thought, oh, I could just let go of the pram into the lake. Wow! And do you like visualize it happening? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the creepiest yeah. thing about it. Yeah, because you can actually phys- like. See you can it. see it. It's happening. like you're watching it happen, yeah. but you're so calm. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, I've never. And then you don't even like. There is not. There wasn't even an ounce of me that like went up to the lake and thought like. No. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't even. There's like no action behind it. No. It's just this thought that like, pew, yeah, pops into your head and then pops back out again. Yeah. But I think the aftermath of what it leaves is more of this like fuck man like am I fucked up or like yeah and that yeah so maybe actually I am reacting to it in that sense well that's like you know in the olden days I feel like some woman might have said that and they would have been like you're sectioned you're now going to a mental health institute and we're you're a danger to your child exactly where like now like you can you can say you have that and then they go do you act on it and you say no and then they're like, okay, well, you know, maybe you just need some more rest mm. or something mm. like that. You know, there's not enough kind of, I mean, it's interesting that they're coming up for you now. I still get them every now and then, but they're not as bad and like as frequent as they were before. Um, but I do think it, it must stem down to our hormones and like the hormone levels and where, they're, where they are in that moment in time. 
Um, but it is. I don't know, but sometimes I think that's when it just makes me feel like really exhausted. Yeah. By this journey, I hate calling it a journey, but it just feels sometimes like non stop like you just don't know whether you're coming or going yeah and no every day is bringing something different right like if you're having these intrusive thoughts all of a sudden where before it was a completely different journey for you you know like i i find it i do find it fascinating from like a from an outside perspective if you know to do a study on this kind of women's mental health would be just insane Mm -hmm. like especially you know after baby post pre-baby all of that just Mm. because so much of it is based on where we are hormonally as Mm. well and i think you know you said last time and i think we've said it before in our podcast women have been giving birth since the dawn of time and i think sometimes that narrative creates two things it makes you feel like well then i should just be able to get on with it because thousands millions billions of women have and then it's sort of then the second narrative is that actually maybe those billions women did get on with it but weren't feeling 100% and weren't talking about it and even though we've been given birth for thousands of years or whatever it is like with it doesn't mean that it's always been smooth sailing and yeah. that actually women have struggled but but we weren't just allowed to talk about exactly. it in the same way that maybe we're giving the opportunity to ourselves to talk yeah. about it but no it is it's like I'm so happy you're in such a better place like every time I see you like it does feel like every week is different yeah like every week you're more uplifted from when I first met you you know and that I think is really amazing but at the same time like if there are journeys and things that you're going through like even for all of you guys like it's don't do it silently yeah like try to say something regardless of how it's coming across Mm. like you're not alone in having these thoughts or feeling a certain way and you know i think i have felt better you know one of the big portions of it like the cause behind it is is this podcast yeah being able to come here every week and i know we were always talking beforehand but it's different i think when you say something out loud and share it with people and feel kind of like acknowledged and I think just saying like sometimes I hate being a mom yeah I hate being a mom and I really dislike this and I hate that I find this really hard or you know I've come here and I said like how sad and broken I felt like it's it has made a really big difference yeah kind of taking that weight off my shoulder no which is amazing and I do think like yeah within yourself you just seem brighter yeah and you know or if there are things going on at least you're taking the opportunity yeah, to talk about it I think it. that's what it is I think it's like even with these intrusive thoughts it feels different to what I was experiencing you know earlier on that I've talked about like I'm I feel like more resilient able to tackle it you know I yeah. feel like I have more capacity or you know when I am having a really tough week whether it's at work or he's being like super clean like I was saying last week before it felt like it, it completely would break me like it's just like I can't I can't deal with this it's too much now it's like I don't feel it as intensely as yeah. I did before it feels like okay like this is okay I can deal with this and it's okay I'm not you know and I'm not as angry like that I don't feel as kind of suffocated by yeah. the rage yeah um as much but I think it's like yeah it's 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 up and down because some days I still also feel like that fear of I don't have the fear that you have like the anxiety that you have in terms of like the wider world and things like that but I have definitely anxieties about 
I'm letting him down mm. and that failure and sometimes like I look at him and I feel like he can tell that I'm a really bad mom and I'm a really bad person no no you're, you're not I know but it's a, it's that, it's that feeling, feeling. yeah it? of course of course and it's really challenging and like I mean it's interesting as well like I've got these massive anxieties about raising a girl and I don't know if you've got anxiety oh, about raising a boy, boy yeah, definitely. Um, just because even what society's throwing at us at the moment like you know, I don't know, boys are this and girls are this. And, you know, you want to kind of shape this perfect person who isn't going to be perceived as a terrible person or, you know, or is misogynistic or, you know, is... I think all the time about, like, how am I going to raise him to be a kind, loving, um, respecting, like, feminist, you know? Um, And, you know, and also, like maybe he might not be into women as well like so how am I going to raise him to be a man that's really comfortable with his feelings his sexuality his his gender you know and I I feel like if you have a girl then you worry about her being raped and attacked and if you have a boy you worry about him being stabbed or doing the attacking or being into fights and it's just like it's really scary yeah it's really scary and it's it's again there's nothing nothing can prepare you for it because you know I don't don't look at my parents and think that they have the textbook to this is how you raise a girl you know like I don't even know if it's worked out okay you can tell me but um, I think there's definitely yeah it's it's just a new way of figuring things out when you have a child and Mm. it's a whole different journey than the journey you were already trying to figure yourself out on Um, and I think that's some of the scariest part about it is because I also don't feel like an adult (laughs) like I don't feel like (laughs) I've fully done it like you know there's things I can't even do because I haven't quite worked out how to adult properly and now all of a sudden I'm raising someone and it makes me look at all the parents I know around the world who are also just winging it and you know you you have that moment in your life where you have some parents on a pedestal and you look at them as as a representation for everything and you think they must know everything and then you get to like your 20s and 30s and you're like hold on (laughs) you guys don't know as much as we do mm-hmm. or you don't know the same things that we do or whatever you're still figuring it out and I think that that's okay and I think that's the point that I want to get to mm-hmm. is realizing that yes I have a daughter I don't quite feel adult but it's okay because mm. I'm figuring it out just as everybody else is yeah I don't need to have the textbook answers and I think that's what and I'm it doesn't mean to that you're with. letting her down or exactly. not raising her properly exactly. like I think I, I think it's 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 so normal and there is no other way in a sense to do it as you go along because life isn't life cannot be captured in a book and it's not linear yeah so you are going to have to go and figure things out and you 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 don't know her so even if there was a book yeah could it be applicable to her because she's herself she's unique and she has her relationship with you and that's not replicable so yeah it's so tricky but how's like how's your husband finding you and your mental health and like how is he he's so supportive like I do feel really lucky in that regard I think he finds things bizarre like it's bizarre that I have anxiety because I was the person in the relationship who did not or again I didn't have it in a way that was like always kind of vocal about it um 
but now I'm that person. So things that he used to be worried about, I'm voicing that before he even gets mm-hmm. the opportunity to. So again, it's like finding this like new part of your relationship because it's juggling how I am with how, you know, how we've coped with things before. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just, it's just strange. Like, I know I say that again and again, but it is, it's, it's a weird place to be because I don't know who I am. And again, I'm lucky to have a support system through him, through my parents, through my friends. Like I do have that and I could be better at vocalizing things, but it is, yeah, it's, it's all new relationships. And I think that stems back to it all like it's it's all new and it's all different and we're different people now mm. it's only been a year and a half exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like you've got nothing <laughs> how about your husband is it getting better between you guys right? yeah he, and he is really really supportive and i think he just struggles maybe similar to your husband like with he, like i think sometimes i sound so irrational to him because he's just like you know, like with my fear of abandonment and things like that, he's like, but it's not, you know, he's, you've got to stop thinking this way. And I think for him, it's just like, if you just stop thinking that way mm. or stay positive mm. and, you know, you're, you're going to be okay. You just have to keep saying to yourself, like, it's just a phase and things like that, um, which I find frustrating, but can also understand that he's just trying to keep me positive. But he is, he is also really trying to understand, like, that it's just different for me than it is for him. It's different to have been pregnant, to have given birth. We you know we come from different childhoods, different parents. Um, so no, he he is really supportive. Good. Yeah. Now we, I I do feel we're both in quite lucky positions yeah, in terms of support networks. Yeah. Um, and I think if anything, that's kind of what we want to be for anyone out there. We want to be the support for you guys if you yeah. need that and don't yeah. feel necessarily like you have that in a current environment yeah. that you're in and you might be in the thick of it as you're listening us to talk about feeling better and that might feel really strange and maybe might make you feel even a bit more isolated because it's like oh like i'm not there yet and that's okay um you know i'm not going to say that you'll you'll get there too because i might feel really patronizing but it might help to know that sometimes these things are phases and you know things do change and things do get better but at the same time you know as we all say we're not experts so please 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 if you're out there and you're suffering with any of those stuff that we've talked about seek support and know it can be really tricky and it might be tricky accessing a gp or um you know like mental health support but if there's just one person that you can talk to please do um, and we're always also here to listen. We're not experts, but we we are happy to to chat to any of you guys. Yeah, and, and if there are any topics that obviously we haven't addressed either, because it does come out in different forms, because um, it is a journey and it's a very different way of of you know people cope with things differently. Um, we are open to talking about it and here for support if you need it. So please, please, it's very important to us. Um, your mental health as much as ours yeah we're trying to build a community so you know each other supporting each other um so yeah but get in touch uh email we're getting better at saying it right (laughs) at the end of our season it's banj22 at hotmail.com we'd love to hear from you 
um but yeah have a lovely evening yeah guys. thank you so much see you later bye, bye.